now, Perception is Reality, with your host, Christopher H. Bilbrey. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Christopher H. Bilbrey, and this is a quick bonus episode of Perception is Reality. Happy 4th of July, everyone. Happy 4th of July, America. I want to take a moment and read to you the Declaration of the Independence of the United States of America. It is a document in which everything else has been based upon when we're talking about our system of government, why we are here, and where we have come from. And I feel like this is a very important piece of the puzzle And even though it's talking about the nation, if you go back into the minds of the founding fathers, you will very easily see that they were very much about states' rights. And although they were talking to old King George about these United States, they very much believed in local, small, community governments, and that's what our focus is on. And I believe that so much of what we as citizens that are trying to better our local community governments through our citizen involvement, so much of what we should focus on and so much of what we can hold on to and use to engage with our officials and to look at what we need to be doing with who as far as candidates in the elections and whatnot, as far as in engaging and making our local community governments better, so much of that, we need to look back, back, back in history to our founding fathers to see what they would do. So we're going to take a step back in history, and I'm going to take a few moments and read to you the Declaration of the United States of America. Happy Fourth of July, everyone. You're listening to Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey on perception.fireside.fm. This is our 4th of July special as we take a look at the Declaration of Independence for the United States of America. In Congress, July 4th, 1776, the unanimous declaration of the 13 United States of America. When, in the course of human events, it becomes necessary for one people to dissolve the political bands which have connected them with another, and to assume among the powers of the earth the separate and equal station to which the laws of nature and of nature's God entitle them a decent respect to the opinions of mankind 
requires that they should declare the causes which impel them to the separation. We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men deriving their just powers from the consent of the governed. That when any form of government becomes destructive of these ends, it is the right of the people to alter or to abolish it and to institute new government, laying its foundation on such principles and organizing its powers in such form as to them shall seem most likely to affect their safety and happiness. Prudence, indeed, will dictate that governments long established should not be changed for light in transient causes, and accordingly all experience hath shown that mankind are more disposed to suffer while evils are sufferable than to right themselves by abolishing the forms to which they are accustomed. But when a long train of abuses and usurpations pursuing invariably the same object invinces a design to reduce them under absolute despotism, it is their right, it is their duty to throw off such government and to provide new guards for their future security. Such has been the patient sufferance of these colonies, and such is now the necessity which constrains them to alter their former system of government. The history of the present King of Great Britain is a history of repeated injuries and usurpations, all having indirect object the establishment of absolute tyranny over these states. To prove this, let facts be submitted to a candid world. He has refused his assent to laws, the most wholesome and necessary for the public good. He has forbidden his governors to pass laws of immediate and pressing importance, unless suspended in their operation till his assent should be obtained. And when so suspended, he has utterly neglected to attend them. He has refused to pass other laws for the accommodation of large districts of people, unless those people would relinquish the right of representation in the legislature, a right inestimable to them and formable to tyrants only. He has called together legislative bodies at places unusual, uncomfortable, and distant from the depository of their public records for the sole purpose of fatiguing them into compliance with his measures. He has dissolved representative houses repeatedly for opposing with manly firmness his invasions on the rights of the people. He has refused for a long time after such dissolutions to cause others to be elected, whereby the legislative powers incapable of annihilation 
have returned to the people at large for their exercise. The state remaining in the meantime exposed to all the dangers of invasion from without and convolutions within. He has endeavored to prevent the population of these states for that purpose obstructing the laws for naturalization of foreigners refusing to pass others to encourage their migrations hither and raising the conditions of new appropriations of the lands. He has obstructed the administration of justice by refusing his assent to laws for establishing judiciary powers. He has made judges dependent on his will alone for the tenure of their offices and the amount and payment of their salaries. He has erected a multitude of new offices and sent hither swarms of officers to harass our people and eat out their substances. He has kept among us in times of peace standing armies without the consent of our legislatures. He has affected to render the military independent of and superior to their civil power. He has combined with others to subject us to jurisdiction foreign to our own constitution and unacknowledged by our laws, giving his assent to their acts of pretended legislation for quartering large bodies of armed troops among us, for protecting them by a mock trial from punishment for any murders which they should commit on the inhabitants of these states, for cutting off our trade with all parts of the world, for imposing taxes on us without our consent, for depriving us in many cases of the benefit of trial by jury, for transporting us beyond seas to be tried for pretended offenses, for abolishing the free system of English laws in neighboring provinces, establishing therein an arbitrary government and enlarging its boundaries so as to render it at once an example and fit instrument for introducing the same absolute rule into these colonies, for taking away our charters, abolishing our most valuable laws, and altering fundamentally the forms of our governments for suspending our own legislatures and declaring themselves invested with power to legislate for us in all cases whatsoever. He has abdicated government here by declaring us out of his protection and waging war against us. He has plundered our seas, ravaged our coasts, burnt our towns, and destroyed the lives of our people. He is at this time transporting large armies of foreign mercenaries to complete the works of death, desolation, and tyranny already begun with circumstances of cruelty and perfidy scarcely paralleled in the most barbarous ages and totally unworthy the head of a civilized nation. He has constrained our fellow citizens, taken captive on the high seas to bear arms against their country, to become the executioners of their friends and brethren, 
or to fall themselves by their hands. He has excited domestic insurrections amongst us and has endeavored to bring on the inhabitants of our frontiers, the merciless Indian savages whose known rule of warfare is an undistinguished destruction of all ages, sexes, and conditions. In every stages of these oppressions, we have petitioned for redress in the most humble terms. Our repeated petitions have been answered only by repeated injury. A prince whose character is thus marked by every act which may define a tyrant is unfit to be the ruler of a free people. Nor have we been wanting in attentions to our British brethren. We have warned them from time to time of attempts by their legislature to extend unwarrantable jurisdiction over us. We have reminded them of the circumstances of our immigration and settlement here. We have appealed to their native justice and magnanimity. We have conjured them by the ties of our common kindred to disavow these usurpations, which would inevitably interrupt our connections and correspondence. They too have been deaf to the voice of justice and of consingulatary. We must therefore acquiesce in the necessity which denounces our separation and hold them as we hold the rest of mankind, enemies in war, in peace, friends. We therefore, the representatives of the United States of America in General Congress, assembled appealing to the Supreme Judge of the world for the rectitude of our intentions, do in the name and by authority of the good people of these colonies solemnly publish and declare that these united colonies are and of right ought to be free and independent states that they are absolved from all allegiance to the British crown and that all political connection between them and the state of Great Britain is and ought to be totally dissolved, and that as free and independent states, they have full power to levy war, conclude peace, contract alliances, establish commerce, and to do all other acts and things which independent states may of right do. And for the support of this declaration, with a firm reliance on the protection of divine providence, we mutually pledge to each other our lives, our fortunes, and our sacred honor. The Declaration of the Independence of the United States of America was then signed by the following individuals. New Hampshire, Josiah Barrett, William Whipple, Matthew Thornton, Massachusetts, John Hancock, Samuel Adams, John Adams, Robert Treat Payne, Elbridge Jerry, Rhode Island, 
Stephen Hopkins, William Ellery, Connecticut, Roger Sherman, Samuel Huntington, William Williams, Oliver Wolcott, New York, William Floyd, Philip Livingston, Francis Lewis, Lewis Morris, New Jersey, Richard Stockton, John Witherspoon, Francis Hopkinson, John Hart, Abraham Clark, Pennsylvania, Robert Morris, Benjamin Rush, Benjamin Franklin, John Morton, George Clymer, James Smith, George Taylor, James Wilson, George Ross, Delaware, Caesar Rodney, George Reed, Thomas McKean, Maryland, Samuel Chase, William Paca, Thomas Stone, Charles Carroll of Carrollton, Virginia, George Wright, Richard Henry Lee, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Harrison, Thomas Nelson, Jr., Francis Lightfoot Lee, Carter Braxton, North Carolina, William Hooper, Joseph Hughes, John Penn, South Carolina, Edward Rutledge, Thomas Hayward, Jr., Thomas Lynch, Jr., Arthur Middleton, Georgia, Button Gwinnett, Lyman Hall, George Walton. The Declaration of the Independence of the United States of America. Folks, well, that's it. That's the show. It's just been a really quick little bonus episode and Independence Day special where I wanted to read you the Declaration of Independence and be able to get that out. I feel like so many people probably couldn't even begin to tell you what the Declaration is about. So make sure you listen to this. Maybe listen to it with your kids. It's important. Besides that, look it up. Put it in the old internets. Google machine or however you want to search it, Bing or whatever, and Google the Declaration of Independence. Have your kids read along. It's very important. Most important right now, have a happy 4th of July. Remember what the holiday is about. Make sure that you tell your kids and pass it on down. This is the birth of our great nation. What an amazing nation and idea and experiment this has been. Thank you for listening. Please pass this bonus episode along and 
we'll see you back here on Saturday the 6th for episode 19 which is called Don't Be Deterred, and we're going to still kind of keep in the same theme as 4th of July and focusing on engaging our government and trying to live like our founding fathers did. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful holiday. Have fun with family and friends. God bless you. God bless America. Happy Independence Day, folks, and until next time, for all of us here at Perception is Reality, have a great 4th of July, and we'll see you real soon. This has been Perception is Reality with Christopher H. Bilbrey, where we aim for better government through citizen involvement. 